Welcome to the LYC Podcast. We are a youth community that believes in loving people and meeting them where they are. Our desire is that through this message, God's love for you is confirmed, your hope in Jesus is renewed, and your faith is awakened. Hey, if, uh, if you got a Bible tonight, go to Psalm 51. Open it up and go to Psalm chapter 51. Uh, I'm, I'm just because I kind of want to sit here on the stool tonight and kind of just chat. Uh, I'm going to try to not use my notes. Hopefully my sermon notes are enough in my heart uh, that I don't need to go to my laptop and pull out my notes. Um, and they'll also be on the screen. But Psalm 51, we're starting a series tonight. And there is a reason that we're doing the sermon first, because we're going to close tonight in a time of worship. And so if you're one of those people, you're like, oh, I, don't, I don't like the worship time. Don't get any funny ideas about trying to sneak out early. We, we had someone one Sunday, they came like, like, like uber late. And um, this is a true story. And I was, I was in the foyer upstairs on a Sunday morning, and, and they get to church, and I hear them, they go, oh, dang it. And I said, what's wrong? And they go, ah, I hate the music part. I, all, I always try to get here just in time, so I miss it, and I just hear Pastor go preaching. And I'm like, bro, what, like, what is wrong with you? Like, that's the best part, man. I mean, not the best part. You know what I mean, but, like, it's awesome. Um, but we're, we're doing a series tonight. We're going to do worship at the end because we're starting a series tonight called Thank You, and we're talking about worship. We're going to talk for the month of November about worship. And um, I thought of the title, Thank You, primarily because we're in November. And when we get to November, come on, what's the thing you think about? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And, and so, someone tell me, what is uh, the purpose? I, I don't need like the whole pilgrim story and like, well, you know, originally in 18, like, don't, you can save that. But like we, we celebrate Thanksgiving and primarily we are uh, reminding ourselves and we're being what? We're being thankful. Thank you so much. Someone's like, I don't know, bro. We just, we go to my grandma's house. We see my really weird uncle. Like he brings, I, I went to, to one of Jenny's family gatherings one time and I said, Hey, is it offensive if I don't eat all the food? And she's like, no, why? I said, because I don't know what relative brought this seafood casserole, but anything that is a seafood casserole, I will not eat. That, that, that smells, it looks gross. Like, I, I just thought it was about eating seafood casserole. Thanksgiving, we're, we're celebrating, we're remembering all that, that as, as a believer, that, that God has done. You know, remember that holidays, they can be one thing culturally, but the Bible says that we, we're actually supposed to be re-redeeming everything. And so there are things like Thanksgiving that maybe culturally it represents something else, but in my household, we always treat Thanksgiving as an opportunity to go, let's remember and recognize and be thankful for how good God has been. How, how, how much God has blessed us. And, and, and I thought about the title, thank you, because that really is kind of the starting place or the posture of our heart when it comes to worship. And that is to be, to be thankful. Someone say thankful. thankful. And, um, and you, you might be here and, and you might go, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not really into worship. Can I make an observation without hurting your feelings? Can I make an observation? That might not be possible, but I'm going to try. Um, let, let me just make, make this statement as we start the series. We have a great, come on, someone, make some noise in a minute. We have a great worship team on Wednesday nights. Can I get an amen? We have, I, 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 think, it's be, I think it's mainly because Isaac DeCosta has just been like next level cool. Like, I mean, the jackets were in tonight. It's like, oh my gosh, one day, Lord, help me to be that cool. But like, 
I mean, especially the last couple of months, it's like, you know, I, I usually hang out in the back. And if you get here late, you kind of know that I like to kind of, you know, worship a little bit in the back and to make sure to greet people when they get here a little bit late. Um, but I'm, I'm in, the, I'm in that, that room a lot of Wednesdays. Like, man, this, this is, let's go. This, let's go right now. This is, oh, that's, it's, because like our, we have a great worship team. We have a great worship on Wednesday nights. But let me make an observation. And this is where you can't get offended, okay? Look at your neighbor and say, I will not be offended. Ari, look at your neighbor and say, I will not cry. I will, I'm not going to cry. I will not cry. Um, I'd like to make this observation that uh, we have great worship on Wednesday nights and we have very poor participation. Like, let me just make it a, a pastoral or even just a human being with eyes perspective. A lot of times on Wednesday nights, we, we, we are worshiping. And if it doesn't apply, like, don't be like, that's not me, Brandon. Great. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your neighbor then, okay? So don't get offended. But primarily, we, we have a room a lot of Wednesdays that look like this. I, this, this is a real story. This happened somewhere recently. I was, I was just kind of walk, walking up to stage to close worship, and, I, and there was literally someone we're, we're worshiping. It's like a sweet part of worship. And they're worshiping. They were worshiping on Instagram. And, and there's no guilt and there's no condemnation, like at all. But, but it, it, it proves to me the point that I think we should talk about worship. Now, this is the part where if you are like a lot of people I know, uh, you go, well, no, Brandon, it's a misunderstanding because that's just not the way that I worship. Anybody have ever felt like this before, that there is um, the right way that's your way and then the wrong way that's everybody else's way? Like, thank you, Nick's like, yes, sir. Um, Like how many of you, one of your chores at home is stacking the dishwasher? Anybody, anybody, do you have chores at home? It's like, nah, man, I, I, I gotta, I, I live comfy. Um, I, I love, like, I love stacking the dishwasher and a regular argument in my household. Jenny will go, I don't get mad at her for stacking it wrong. Like, I don't, I'm not mad at her about that, but she'll open up and she'll be like, did you restack the dishwasher? Say, yes, I did. You know, I did because my way I can get so many more dishes in there than your way. And I, I'll offer to teach you, but there's a right way in, a, in, 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 in church or in, 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 the, in, in Christianity. A lot of times it's like, well, no, like it just, that's not my way. See, but the problem with that is that we don't worship God according to our preference or our personality we worship God according to his preference and his commandments. Like we, we've used this example before, but um, we all have different personalities. And so like for some of you, it would be absolutely horrifying if I'm like, hey, I want to recognize and honor this person tonight. So won't you, won't you come on up here? Let's, come on, everyone, look at them, stare at them. Hey, I'm gonna, I, I want to honor you tonight by allowing you to make a speech. Some of you, you'd be like, excuse me, will I throw up? And it's like, well, no, I'm on, no, no, that's not honoring to me. 
Because honor, it's only honor if it's honoring to the person. And a lot of times we want to honor God just according to the way that we really prefer. And the problem with that is we don't worship God according to our preferences. We worship and we honor God according to his. What honors him? How do I know what honors him? Well, the Bible has given us truth. I love this John chapter four. I believe it's 34. I could be mistaken, but whatever John chapter four passage in there, John 4, 24, my bad. Uh, uh, Jesus is talking to someone and Jesus says, God is spirit. And those who worship him must, someone say must, must, must worship him in spirit and in, come on, say it loud and proud. Someone say truth. truth. So Jesus goes, no, God is spirit. And so, so in other words, God, he's not just worshiped by like tradition. By the way, if you don't like religion, join the club. If you don't like tradition, join the club. God's not honored because we're like, well, it's Sunday, and God, what honors you is, I'm going to cross it up. I'm going to do the Tim Tebow. Like, God's like, no, 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 no. Matter of fact, there's, there's a psalm where, where, God, where, where David writes, and he goes, God, if you desired sacrifice and offering, I'd bring it to you. But you don't. What you desire is a humble and a broken spirit and heart before you. Jesus goes, God's spirit. So you you have to worship him from in the spirit, but also in truth. So the Bible has given us truth about worship. I want to give you just some some, some quick thoughts before we get into what we're going to talk about tonight. But you can go and throw up the first slide, Camden. Uh, The Bible actually gives us, first slide, Go, go. I'm so sorry. I actually need my notes. Uh, the, the first slide. Uh, yes, right here. Thank you so much. But the Bible actually gives us commandments or thoughts, instruction on how to worship. So you, you can just do this with me. Um, on, on the count of three, everyone say sing. sing. So Psalm 100 verse 2, and it's kind of paraphrase, the, the psalm, it's not suggesting or just showing preference The psalm says, Psalm 100 verse 2, come before his presence with singing. So why do we sing? Well, because God says part of how we worship and honor him is we come before him with with song, with singing. Someone say shout. Shout. Psalm 100 verse 1 says, make a joyful shout to the Lord. We, We get conditioned as Sunday and Wednesday churchgoers. And we get conditioned where it's like, five, four, three, two, one. Ah! It's like, well, like, cool. But like the original reason why God's people would shout was because they were so full of joy and passion and victory and excitement. And God says, part of how you worship is you make a joyful shout to the Lord. Uh, everyone one together, like, like we're doing, um, what's the thing? If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Just real quick, just. Can we do it in, in unison? One, two, three. The Bible says, Psalm 47, verse one. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Notice that none of these are like suggestions. None of these are, are the psalmist going, well, you know, the way I do it. No, it's, it's just God inspiring the psalmist to write, 
sing, shout, clap. Go, go to the next slide, Camden. There, there, there's, there's, there's three more. It says lifting hands. Everyone just lift your hands. I, I, I was telling uh, Evelyn this the other day. I'm doing, doing my best as a dad to like look for every moment to just teach my kids. And so a couple mornings ago, um, you know, some mornings I have bad mornings. Anybody do wake up on the wrong side of your bed sometimes? Like the wrong side of the bed for me is if I wake up and one of my children is staring at me in the face. That's the wrong side of the bed. It's like, it is, I, I love you, but I don't, I don't want to see your face this early in the morning. What's, and so sometimes I'm like not in a great mood, but she caught me on a good day. I got up early. I'd spent time with the Lord. I was jamming to this new worship song. Nothing gets me more like geeked out pumped than finding a new song. Like I just, like Kimberly, I thank you so much, Kimberly. She, she made a playlist and shared it with me of all these news. I never heard them before. And I'm driving in my car like, ooh, ooh, yes, yes, thank you. I've been rocking the same three songs. Thank you, God, I got new songs. And, and so I'm, I'm in the kitchen and I'm just singing this song. Everyone's eating her, her Cheerios, whatever she's eating. And I'm, I just, I got my hand lifted. I'm singing and I'm, and, and I look over, I say, Evelyn, do you know why we lift our hands in worship? Like, she does not care at this moment. She's like, what? What are we? And, and I said, well, think about it. When Bethany, our little one-year-old, when she's walking around, and she lifts her hands, like, what she's saying? Like, she wants you to, like, pick her up and hold her. Said, yeah. Like, she's, she's reaching out going, like, Dad, Mom, I need you. I want you. I said, Evelyn, when, when, like, when you see a movie or something or when someone walks in and they got, like, a gun, the person goes, ah, what are they saying? She goes, I, like, I surrender. I said, yeah, we lift our hands to God. To say, God, I surrender to you. And I need you. And I'm calling out to you. The Bible goes, lift your hands. I love this one. It says, play music and dance. Psalm 149 verse 3 says, praise his name with the dance. Anyone like legit, I'm not going to have you come up here, but legit, you can dance. Like you, like you just, Sebastian's like, yeah, I actually really want to call you up here to dance right now, but I, I won't. Um, like anyone, you're like me, you're like, I can't dance. I, le- I, I legitimately cannot dance. And um, the older I get, the more free I'm becoming to go, who cares? Um, but, but the last one, Psalm 95 verse 6, it says, let us worship and bow down, kneel before our maker. See, the, the Bible is full of truth that tells us how God prefers or how God is most honored in our worship. I want you to know that what we do on a Wednesday night, it is not because it is religious. It is not because it, it is just like our, our tradition. We sing and we make music. And if you're like me, you're kind of like doing that. I can't dance, but I want to dance. Like I'm just, I'm into it. We dance and we shout and we clap our hands. We lift our hands. We kneel down because we're worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Well, Brandon, I don't, to be honest, like I don't, I don't, I don't really feel like worshiping. And here, here's kind of what, what I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about why I think we don't feel like worshiping very often. Psalm chapter 51. Uh, if you got your Bible, I ask you to turn there. Psalm chapter 51, you can put that scripture on the screen. It says this, David is writing and David says this. He says, restore to me or return to me the joy of your salvation. 
Some, someone say joy. 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 Um, what, what is, what, what, what's the most recent thing? I need like two people to tell me the most recent thing you've got like just stupid excited about and you had so much joy. Camden, your birthday, my man. Did you get anything for your birthday that just made you so full of joy? You got a knife. <laughs> Nobody mess with Camden. <laughs> yeah, I got a machete. Do something. Okay, you got a knife. That's awesome. All right, yeah, uh, Nathan. School. Overjoyed and excited about school. I love it. What about school? Friends. You're hang, hanging out with friends. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, and I said two, but Owen, go for it. Playing. How many of you, Halloween is over, we're in the month of November, and you're already ready for Christmas? We watched in my household a Christmas movie last night. It was legit. Emily, yeah. You have your Christmas trip already. That's next level. Ha has there ever been something that you were like really pumped about and then over time you kind of just didn't care about? Like, like have you ever done this before where you get like a new pair of shoes and something in you is like, the dirt won't touch these. <laughs> like if I got to put plastic on the bottom and walk on me. I, I was at Carowinds, I think I told you this before, and I'm like, young people are so stupid. Um, this girl, she's walking like this, she's like... What's funny is like she was dressed like really cool, but she looked really dumb. And she's like, and, and I, was with, I was with someone, I forget who, who it was, and I'm like, what is she doing? And they go, oh, she doesn't want to get creasers in her shoes. So in the effort of not getting creases in your shoes so you look cooler, you're walking like a, a penguin would be a much nicer word than I was about to say. Like what is, like what? But, but it's like, I've gotten shoes before, or I've gotten like a, like, like a new electronic device or something that's like, oh, this is, this is dumb. No one touch it. This is, like, okay, this is how you know, like, I'm, I'm a nerd. I geek out about Bibles, and I'll get a new Bible, and I'm like, oh. Like, so I got this Bible a couple years ago, and I, I had it custom made because I, I really wanted like a leather New King James Version. I couldn't find one that I liked. And, um, and I'm like, when I got this, I literally, I'm like, no pen will touch this Bible. No highlighter will ever touch this Bible. This, and like now, like three, three years later, I'm like, ah, I love my Bible. And I'm writing it, highlighting it. But David is at a place in his life where David used to be like, like the worshiper. The Bible goes, David, he used to be in the field by himself, just playing his, his harp, worshiping God. David's in a much different place in life, though, because David, when he writes this psalm, he'd just been confronted for doing some very evil things. David, very intentionally, he, he brought a married woman to his, to his palace. He slept with her. He got her pregnant. And then to cover it up, he had her husband murdered. Like, David was not doing very godly things at all. And and, and David gets confronted by the Lord. P.S., by the way, in case you were wondering, your sin will always find you out. The, 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 the Bible goes like this. Um, confess your sin quickly so you can get restored. But if you cover that sin up, you're going to pay the consequences. David, David tried to cover it up, and God sent the prophet Nathan to go, hey, you are seen before the Lord. Like God knows. So David writes this psalm. And this psalm is a, is a psalm of repentance. 
David would write things in, in here like God recreated me a clean heart and renew within me a faithful spirit to you. He, he writes things in Psalm 51 like, my sin is before you and you alone. In other words, David goes, God, I know I've hurt a lot of people, but God, more than anyone, I know I've hurt you. And in the midst of Psalm 51, David writes something that's very interesting to me. I think it's maybe part of the root cause of where David got to. He says, God, I need you to restore to me, renew within me the joy of my salvation. In other words, what is David saying? God, there, there was a point in time where my worship, by the way, worship is not just in song, worship is the life we live. There's a point in time where David, he would write and he would go, God, my worship before you, it used to be so full of joy and celebration. Like, like there's this story. Have you ever like done something and you look stupid, but you just didn't care? Like you knew, like you, but you, I, I don't even care. Um, there's this story in, in the Old Testament that um, the ark of God, which represents the presence of God, gets ushered back into, uh, into uh, where God's people are. And the Bible says that one of David's wives, David had multiple wives, which means he had, he had a lot of stress. He had a lot of problems. And um, his, his, one of his wives, she's looking out of the window and she's like, is he? And David's in the streets. And it wasn't really his underwear, but like it was his undergarment. And he's just dancing and he's, he's twirling. And the Bible says he's dancing and twirling before the Lord. And he gets back home that night. He's pumped. He's like, let's go. God, the Ark of the Covenant is back in. And, and his, his wife, my, my cow, she goes, wow. Wasn't the king so lovely today in all his splendor? Wasn't the king so kingly today in all of his glory, dancing and twirling like a, like a fool in his undergarments. I don't know if David had a quivering voice, but I always read it with a quivering voice. And David goes, it was before the Lord. In other words, what David is saying is, I don't, I, I wasn't thinking about, it was before the Lord. And then David goes, and, and David goes, it was God who brought me from a low place and set me here. David goes, my whole life, like it's been God's goodness. And, and here, here we are years later, and this king who was so in love with God, and so full of joy and thankfulness before him, is now committing very evil acts and trying to cover them up with a hard heart. And David writes and David goes, God, return to me the joy of my salvation. Can, can I ask you a question? When's the last time you were just overwhelmed, excited because of what Jesus has done for you? Could I just be bold enough to say that for, for many of us, we probably don't remember because we, it's been a long time. Why? why? Because maybe we grew up in a Christian household. Maybe we, we've been just coming to church for so long that all of this has just become like, you know, just it's what we do. God loves you. I know. So does my girlfriend. God forgives all your sins. Yeah, I know. It's pretty dope, man. Like I just, like, you know, like it's, I messed up. I'm not perfect, but he's cool with like, and, 
And, and we become so familiar and casual, like a pair of shoes that we used to love. Don't, no, 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 don't. Sir, 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 sir. I'm going to need you to walk around my table right now. You got a cup of coffee, and if that thing spills, these shoes, they cannot hit. Please, something we, so precious to us, that now we'll, we'll go mow the lawn, lawn in. And, and where I'd like to start in this series is maybe just asking the question, maybe what we need is we need the joy of our salvation to return to us. I know it's kind of an odd place to do this, but I want to take just a minute and, and, and I want to pray because I want to go to a scripture tonight and I want to show you a couple things that the Bible says. And, and I want to pray just in this moment that God would really do something in our heart so that things we're about to read that you already know, that they'd bring joy to you again. Things that you already know and you take for granted that somehow they would become precious again. Can, can we pray real quick? God, I just pray in this moment, in the name of Jesus, that Holy Spirit, you would bring over this room tonight a strong conviction and convincing of your goodness, of your love, of your generosity, of your amazing, incredible concern and care for our life. I pray that as we read these scriptures here in just a second, that the words of them would sink deep and it would cause the joy of our salvation to, to return. Psalm 103 says this. I'm going to read it to you, give you, give you uh, these five verses, and then I'm going to give you five, five thoughts or four thoughts. I don't remember how many it was. And then, uh, and then we're going to worship together. But David writes this. David is writing, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse 2, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Verse 3, who forgives all of your iniquities, who heals all of your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the Eagles. Isaiah, are you playing tonight? Will you always come and start playing behind me? We're going to close here just in a, a few minutes. And by a few minutes, I mean whenever I feel like closing. Um, Psalm, Psalm 103, David, he writes and he says, all right, all right. Self, we're going to worship God. You, you, you know what Psalm 103 tells me is that you don't have to feel, someone say feel. feel. You don't have to feel like worship to start engaging in worship. Engaging in worship starts, someone say starts. It starts with the recognition that I'm supposed to be a worshiper. Engaging in worship doesn't start with, you know what? Okay, I like this song. Engaging in worship starts with the recognition that God, you are so good. God, you are so amazing. God, you have done so much for me. You are God and I am not. And you deserve, you're worthy of my praise. It's been Pastor Appreciation Month and so many people have 
written such kind, sweet cards. And there was a lady working in the front office today that she she, she wrote a really sweet uh, pastoral appreciation card. And I was walking down the hallway. I said, hey, how are you doing? I was walking down the hallway. And I, I felt like the Lord said, hey, go back and tell her how much her words meant to you. And you know what I thought? That's a long way. And so I kept walking. And, and, and it was like five more steps. And I went, no, like, go. And, I, and so I went back and worship starts with the recognition, God, you're worthy of my praise. Even if it's going to take energy and even if I, if I got to like stir, stir myself up, God, you're worthy of me walking back down the hallway and thanking you for how good you've been to me. I, like what, what, what am I thankful for? David goes, I'm, I'm going to remember these five things. Let me give you five points. Just th- th- throw the points up when I call for them, Camden, because I don't remember exactly how they're worded. But point number one, you can write this down or just get it in your heart, that God forgives all of my sin. Number one reason I worship God, because God so loved me and God so desired for me to have life and me to have relationship with him that he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross so that I could be forgiven of my sin. How many of you by show of hands like me, you got a lot of sins that is, I, I messed up a lot. I have, I've, I've messed up a ton. Some of the things that I've done, they're funny to me now only because, oh my gosh, why in the world would me and my friends think it's funny to put a thumbtack on a girl's chair in fifth grade so she would sit on it and her butt, like, why God, why? We did it. Was it funny? Yes, but was it appropriate? No. The Bible goes, God, he forgives, God forgives all. It's not funny, Isaac. It's not. But in the moment, we thought it was really funny. She actually didn't even sit on it. She saw it, and it was the thought that counted and why we got suspended. Um, but the, the, God, God, he forgives us of all of our sin. There's not a single thing you have ever done or will do that the blood and the sacrifices of Jesus does not cover. N- n- number two, that God, that he heals every part of my life. Did you know that God is a healer? The Bible says by his stripes that we are healed, that physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, you name the area, God is a healer. And, and, and by the way, I, I know Pastor Gil is going to start preaching on Sunday, this part of the series. It's going to be so fire, so good. But, but did you know that when we pray for healing, healing comes every time? No, it doesn't, Brandon. That's not true. Because one time I was sick and I prayed and my stuffy nose didn't go away. Did you know that the primary word in the New Testament for healing, that the actual Greek translation of it, it is a progressive healing? There absolutely was times in the Bible where Jesus would lay hands or he would speak a word of healing and God today, come on someone, God still works miracles today. He still does. But we have a covenant promise that by his stripes, we are healed. And every time we pray and say, God, I, God I, I need you to heal this area of my life. We have a guarantee, whether it happens immediately or God starts doing something in your life and progressively he starts healing you and restoring you and helping you. Healing comes every time. We just get cobs. Well, no, it did happen right away. No, no, no. God, he, 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 he started something in me. 
He who began a good work is faithful to bring it to completion. I can stand in faith that God, whether I experience it right in this moment or God, you've started something that will happen progressively. You are my healer. You heal me, God. Number three, David says that God, that you redeem my life from every hole, from every pit. I love Psalm 130, verse 7. It says, O hope in God, or uh, uh, hope in God, O Israel, who or for with God there is abundant redemption. Hope in God, O Israel, for with God there is abundant. The, the word redemption, it paints a picture of someone who's literally in a hole. And someone who picks them up out of the hole. I don't care where your life is or where your life may be at some point because of maybe a bad decision. The Bible goes, God, He redeems. He pulls my life out of the pit. Number four, and Ari, Kimberly, you can come, come join Sebastian, that God loves me and, and is, is merciful. I don't know why I said Sebastian. I'm so sorry, bro. You guys look so much alike. I'm so sorry. It's, it's, the, it's the hair that got me. But that God loves me and is merciful with me. Have you ever met someone or known someone they, they, they were right, but they were mean about it. You ever met that person? He's like, you're right. Why are you so mean? You're right. Why? Because God's not like that. Like, think about this. Proverbs 5.21 says that God, his eyes, they see all of our decisions and he ponders our ways. In other words, did you know that God sees every single thing that you have done or that you do? And also, God thinks about and considers the motivation of why you did it. Even when you did that really nice thing, but you did it in spite of that person. Yeah, God saw your good deed and he considered your motivation. And yet, despite God seeing all of our deficit, despite God knowing about all of our David goes, God, you crown me with loving kindness and tender mercy. God, you love me so much and you're so gracious and merciful and patient with me. Number five, and we're, we're closing right here, that God, he gives good things and always provides. David goes, God, you satisfy my mouth with good things. Do you know that God, like he, he enjoys blessing his kids? I've told the story before, but I remember being in would have been ninth grade. And I really, really wanted to like be in the worship team. I was in the worship team, actually. Bad way to start the story. I was in the worship team. I wanted to be, and I was in the worship team for youth. Um, what I meant to say is I really, really wanted to play bass. I didn't have a bass though. And I, I didn't even pray for it. I don't even think I was asking for it. I just like, I just like, like I'm playing bass and team and like, I don't like using, the, like I want my own bass. I forget some guy, in our church, came up to my dad and said, hey, would it be appropriate? I don't want to be weird or anything. I feel like God put Brandon on my heart. Would it be appropriate for me to maybe pick him up one day this week and take him to Guitar Center, just buy him whatever bass he wants? He plays bass, right? Yeah, he's starting to. I just, I don't know, God put it in my heart. I was so pumped. I was so excited. And, and I don't remember when it was, but I remember making the connection. God, you just do cool things. God, you just like, like I randomly will bring home like something for one of my kids because I know 
it'll get them excited. Like I just, you, God, you give me good things. You provide for me. David goes, God, you always satisfy my mouth with good things. So my youth, my energy, my joy is renewed like the eagles. I, I don't really know, Brad. I don't, I don't really have a lot to be thankful. Are you kidding me? David goes, bless the Lord, all my soul and all that's within me. Remembering all of his benefits, who forgives me, who heals me, who provides for me, who protects me, who watches over me. We hope you've been inspired by this word. To help awaken your faith on a regular basis, subscribe now so you can be alerted when we have a new message. Thank you so much for listening.